Hey everyone, this is Caleb here from In the Mood for Real History. Now before you get started with this episode, if you haven't heard, I want to tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, so let me explain it to you. First off, being on a teacher's salary, I love that it is free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, all you cool cats and commies, this is In The Mood. Levitating perspectives each episode at the time. All right, all right, all right. So it is a new week, new episode. Oh, my and Lord. And a new joint. And a new joint. <laughs> in many different senses. So we have made it into the first week of December, and I just have to stop. Something's been laid on my heart that I just want to talk about. So I know we're about to go to lunch, and we've been sitting for, you know, hours. But, but you know what? This controversial this, convo is just, is just eating at my heart. We are starting this new series of controversial convos, which I am so excited about because we're going to talk about the things that everybody wants to talk about, but they're just scared to talk there about. There you go. You know, and that's how you dispel these myths. That's how you, you know, break up these miscommunications misconceptions and that's mainly misconceptions and that's how you levitate your perspectives Ooh, yes sir yeah but before we do that i i just want to do a quick little shout out to our friend rudy giuliani who he has become the latest victim of catching the covid catching the rona him and big don him and big <laughs> so rudy giuliani like porn star name, i big think don. he really big don <laughs> And Rudy, I think he caught it going to that dildo store where he had the uh, uh, big press conference on the day after the election. He had it outside at the landscaping place. There was a landscaping place right beside a dildo factory. That is awesome. How wonderful is that? So, and we should have known. We should have known because he was he was sweating so bad and pouring out his hair club for men, like he was just doused in it but he, he paid a pretty penny for that but he finally officially has his he has covid rid officially now so you know no no ill will towards him but i mean what do you expect when you're in a room with hundreds of people and refusing to wear a mask and you're in the age of people that most catch covid but anyway the most likely to get infected yeah. so as we mentioned before back to regular scheduled programming uh we're going to start this new series on controversial convos and first off, before we get going, we want to hear from you. What are some topics that you would like to hear? That you know what you might not mention at either, hopefully not at the workplace or with, around <laughs> friends, sitting around family at uh, like an upcoming Christmas dinner that you may be having or holiday dinner. Just break the ice. Yeah, we're going to help you break the ice because we'll talk about these controversial topics. And today, our first topic that we're going to talk about, which for sure, we have been hearing about all year, and especially probably at Thanksgiving, was looting. What exactly looking into looting, the controversy around it, and we're going to look at how it's actually very American in our history. It's as shitty as it says. Yeah, it's very American, and it's very patriotic. So, Zach, take us into it. So, the whole thing about, like, what exactly is looting, like, where, where it all comes from okay so looting it's actually this highly racialized word that's been you know it's been tied into race ever since it's kind of been brought into the english language but it's actually comes from a hindu word called loot l-u-t which means goods or spoils you know growing up i always think of uh, like pirates of the caribbean they loot Whenever they would uh, when rob Johnny, the ships, yeah, yeah. Whenever they would rob the ships, they'd get the loot. But it started in the mid 1700s uh, or 1800s, becoming really racialized. And today we think of it as you know, like mass shoplifting. Uh, that's during a period of like a riot or massive social upheaval. And you know, are you talking about the, like the examples during the summer and yeah, back like, over the summer we see the riots that happened in parts of uh, Minneapolis and stuff like that. Seattle. Seattle, we uh, Portland, stuff like that. We see, so I'm not talking about, you know, property that's stolen by force. So it's not talking about like home invasions. And, you know, it's a different 
it's a certain kind of action that's taken during protest and riots. So looting. That's it. That's like the, I guess, the origin and the, the, I guess, breaking it down into what exactly, you know. In the many terms it's used. Yeah, yeah. It's like this mass extrapolation of property, you could say. Goods. Yeah. The taking of goods and property. So just to kind of give a base definition. So like when it comes to like using it as any tactics, is it like politically or is it what? What exactly, what what can it be used for? So kind of like the reasons for people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's exactly like you just said. It's a political tactic. It's a tactic to get people's attention, force people to listen. So how is that political when you're just expressing your, your, your opinion? Well, it's, you know, it's forcing society to see what they don't want to see or acknowledge what they haven't or refused to see for so long. So think about this. Over the summer, we had the protest over the killings of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, just to name a few. And people are angry and they're sick and tired of people of color being murdered by the police, by, by police in a disproportionate way compared to the rest of America, or, rest of, or the rest of Americans. And so they've been ignored for so long. You know, in the 1960s, we had the civil rights movement, peaceful protest, nonviolent peaceful protest. Some change was made, yes, but not to the extent that is needed. There's still inequalities in this country. Colin Kaepernick, peaceful protest. He kneeled during the national anthem and he was labeled, you know, a horrible American. You're not, you hate this country. You hate America. You hate but the But at troops. the same time as jerseys sell out. You know? Right, because it has nothing to do with being against the troops or being an, uh, not pa- not being patriotic. It's bringing awareness, using his platform to raise awareness of police brutality. And at each time, people have dismissed it. So these riots, they are a way to force people to listen. They're saying, we can't get you to listen peacefully. So if I set this building on fire, it's forcing you to listen to why I'm angry. So let me ask you this, though. Like... How does looting target and taking a let's say let's say you take a uh, washer or dryer like how does that benefit the cause? Okay, so you know looting is one of the it's like a common movement among people from below. There are people that are saying you know what they're it's mainly from a socioeconomic standpoint lower class. They're looting items that they necessarily would not have before, would not have access to. So they're highlighting the inequalities in this country that's saying, look at these businesses that are worth billions and billions and billions of dollars. But yet, it you know, it's, it's showing a society that is more focused in on property than it is... Materialistic shit. Yeah, materialistic shit than it is the people that are suffering, the people that don't have access to health care. Why are they in that situation? So we're looking at these people as being bad people when really it's the businesses and the elites that are taking away from them and preventing them and holding them in that oppressed state, really. And so, you know, it attacks the very way that things are distributed. So it's looking at I guess you could say the way that things are unjust. And it's the way that the organ the way the way that the world is organized. And so it's for the profit of the people that own the stores and the businesses at the expense of those people. That's how the world is set up. I was about to say at the expense of the tax paying middle class. Exactly. They're the haves and the have nots. But the the have nots, these looting is an example of the have nots being tired of being oppressed. They're being used, and they're saying, "You know what? The minimum wages, no, no, hardly any insurance benefits." You exactly. Know. You, we have built this country, and you know, also the whole. I was, I was looking up on some my on some research on my own, and I and it said that you know over fifty percent of the pollution that is caused in the world is from the one percent. Mm-hmm. So that should tell you something, you know. Exactly. The one percent produce the most 
emissions and use... At the expense of who? Yeah, exactly. The, the common and lower class people. Because, you know, you're not going to see these sewage plants being built in the expensive neighborhoods, you know? So not only are the common people working at these businesses to make these people rich, but then they're also being attacked and hurt at home through unsafe living conditions, unequal access to health care, uh, dirty water, dirty air, all of that. No, mainly, not even that is a fact as well as low wages, too. Yeah, the low wages. And I mean, it's just, it's one thing after another. It compounds to finally where people are like, you know what, we have no other choice but to show you and force you to see that attacking this business, because no, they don't attack these small businesses. They don't attack homes. They're not destroying property of private property of people. They're destroying these big businesses that are exploiting the people. These businesses that are worth billions of dollars that they'll get their business back because they have insurance. And it's showing that we as a society are more focused in on property than people. We're more focused in on materialistic things Resources. than human beings. When it comes down to it, you can replace a business. You cannot replace a human. And that's how we have our priorities just fucked up in this country. So speaking of that, about it being fucked up, in your opinion, what's some like myths or common phrases that people like they relate to looting and shit like that? Okay. So there's a lot that we could talk about, but I want to focus in on one. And that's that people are just looting because it's an opportunity to loot. You know, you see, they're just out there because they want to go to Target and get their free shoes and whatever. And it's not even that. It's a political act, like we talked about earlier. It's a political act. It's people that are, like we mentioned, it's they're tired of being ignored, and this is their way of getting people to notice what they're talking about, that notice their arguments that they're making. And when it comes down to it, you get to the heart of it that without these these obstacles in the way people are people would be able to succeed everyone would be able to succeed i guess you could say but the system that now currently exists is not designed for everyone to succeed right and this and i guess that's the one thing i want to focus on is that when you when you see looting and you see rioting it's attacking this history of, of repeatable things you have repeatable history of white supremacy basically in this country because you know the very basis of property in this country land owning property you know property it, it's derived through this lens of whiteness because our country was founded with slavery slaves were considered property you were considered had a full citizen in this country at our nation's founding if you owned land that's the only way you could vote so owning land also meant owning slaves. And so there was always this history of slavery and like domination of, in the country. You know, manifest destiny. We had to constantly expand West to own, to expand our land owning property. And so looting, it strikes at the heart of this property and of this whiteness and of the police who were used to enforce the oppression of certain people. And so, you know, it gets to the root of why all three of those things are interconnected, but also at the inequalities in this country. It highlights the inequalities because it makes you think, okay, are the people that are breaking into Target to finally get things that they have been prevented from having their entire life, are they really the bad guys? Or is it the system that keeps them down and refuses to help raise up people that can't help themselves? Yeah, but at the same time, give tax breaks to companies and bailouts right. as well right exactly so it, it forces that's the whole point of looting and rioting it forces america in by and large to look at these inequalities why are they having to do that because they don't wake up going "Ooh, i'm gonna riot today I you know like breaking into the bank yeah they're saying why are they in that situation where they feel like they have no other choice but to do this but what as an example what about the people that say oh you're just giving them the pity card you're just trying to you know shit like that those are also the same motherfuckers that have never experienced that 
So my first fuck you of the night goes to them. Because half of them are rich elites that are in Congress that go, oh, I am all for uh, nonviolent protest. But when you go to looting, they've never, they don't know what it's like. They're sitting over there with their guaranteed salaries of, you know, six-figure salaries. So, no. And you lose any kind of credibility to me when you say that. Okay. And kind of like we talked about before. You know, you see lower-class, middle- and lower-class people that are defending these elites. Whenever we're talking about tax breaks and all that, they're yeah. defending. Yeah, they're, they're trying to say that, you know what, that, like... Even though you're poor, you know, still you're going to keep working wanna, hard yeah, and hopefully one hard. day you'll make it. You'll slip to the cracks or some shit. Yeah. Which these elites, they don't give a fuck about you. And yet you're they're getting us to be against each other. That's how they stay in power. They're getting us against each other. So it's mind blowing. But yeah, that's just one of those common misconceptions and common myths, like you said is that it's just an opportunity to loot. But really, when you think about it, in the history of the United States, it's full of looters and rioters. And they're always a part of this movement of liberation. Uh, whether, threatening the status quo, per Yeah, se. upending the status quo. It just depends on certain ones are celebrated and certain ones aren't. They're just swept under the rug. Yeah, certain ones are labeled terrorists or thugs. And others are celebrated in our nation's history. So the what about the misconception that, you know what, Republicans are, they are for, they're against the whole looting agenda. And then the Democrats, they're encouraging it, go out and do it, you know. Yeah. And, you know, when you come down to it, think about it. Many, you see a lot of Democrats like Joe Biden. Uh, back over the summer, he came out strongly against rioting and looting even though he tries to portray himself as a liberal and a progressive, right? But all of this stems from how we've learned about, because like, you always see people quoting MLK, right? Nonviolent protest. We need to, pro, why aren't they protesting peacefully? Why aren't they protesting the right way, air quotes? And that comes from the civil rights movement being portrayed as this peaceful, happy time where you know people marched in the streets and they got freedom, and that's such a romanticized view of a very dangerous and radical time. Because think about it. We had churches being bombed strictly because black people wanted the right to vote and to be considered first-class citizens, not second-class citizens. They wanted equality. And we had churches being bombed. We had, you know, in Birmingham, you had you know, we always know of the photos of Bull Connor and the dogs and you know water hoses being sprayed on peaceful protesters, right? But what is not talked about is the retaliation of those protesters. They were being attacked by dogs. They were being attacked by water hoses. And this 1963 in Birmingham, when all this happened. This was actually the first riot of the civil rights movement because those protesters, the kids that were being attacked, they fought back. They started throwing rocks back at the police. They started flipping cars. They started trying to burn down police cars, you know, burning police cars, burning the police precincts in retaliation. You know, those were the ones who were attacking them. So are they really wrong for that? It's self-defense, isn't it? But you should respect the quote-unquote law and order aspect of it. Right. So, but when those who are supposed to uphold, air quotes, the law and order are the ones who are attacking you, doesn't that make the law unjust? Is there really law and order? Let's say you're, you may have to just dig deeper in the reason about it, you know? Yeah. If you're, if the people who are supposed to uphold the law don't uphold the law, why should you stay within the law if you're the ones being attacked? Yeah, like it's like you're giving a free pass to something like that. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they, if why is it they can do it, but I can't? You know? Right. Or, or why can't I protect myself when I'm being threatened and try? They're trying to kill me, physically kill me. So we see that you know the riots they weren't because of oh looting for merchandise. They were in a defense of your own self. They were in self defense. 
They were tired of being attacked. They were try- tired of being killed. And it all goes back to, you know, these. But let me let me ask yeah. you. Let me ask you this: Why is it that like people always are the first person to like mention MLK, but they, as soon as you mention like Malcolm X or somebody like that, they kind of they get a little a little hot in here, you know? It's a little. Ooh, 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 we yeah, can't. can't ooh, ooh, uh, yeah, we can't talk about that because that's a serious challenge to the status quo. And I mean, the motherfuckers killed MLK, Damn. killed Malcolm X, yeah. killed Bobby Kennedy, killed all these different people that were threatening the status quo. That's why MLK, they try to remember him as this peaceful, romanticized view. This guy wanted to flip shit up. MLK. In 1967, he started his poor people's campaign, which said, you know what? It's not just about black people. It's about all oppressed people, the lower class, the economic inequalities in this country. That's what he saw as being the great divide between the haves and the have-nots, like we're talking, like we talked about. And so we see that people like that end up getting taken out. And killed. yeah, they get killed. And so then they try to remember MLK for his I have a dream, but not his riots or the language of the unheard, which we're going to we're, we're going to talk about in a minute. So he's saying they're trying to remember him for the happy-go-lucky things, not the, you know, the more radicalized things of you know this crazy concept of equality. And you know, that's the one thing about looting that they don't want to talk about. Why they want to whitewash things? What, was it always a bad thing or what? Yeah. Looting, when it comes down to it, it freaks people out. But, you know, in terms of p- potential crimes, it's not really, it's really nonviolent. You're just, it's like mass shoplifting, almost. Because you're not killing people, you're destroying, most of the stores are insured. And it's just hurting insurance companies, really. It's just about money. That profit off the people anyway. Exactly. It's not actually hurting people. It's just about destroying property, which raises the question. It forces people to see, why am I angry about poor people rioting because they want to have a better life? They want to be heard. They want to quit being ignored. I guess will people say, get out and work for it. Right. Well, they're trying, and they are having to work for meager to no wages. So they're told, oh, well, you just need to work harder. Well, I'm out here working three jobs. Why am I still not succeeding? But yet you're up there and have billions of dollars and you can't pay your workers a little bit more to make to where they don't have to work three jobs to make ends meet. No. So it's really, it forces people to look down and think, why am I so angry at these people who just want a better life? And that makes people uncomfortable because it's challenging that status quo that we've always talked about. So thinking about looting, that's what's interesting to think about is how, how it's, how the narrative over it has changed over the years, really. In whether it be the first photo of a person looting is if they make it a, a minority person, you know, mm-hmm. then that's who they associate it with. Yeah. An interesting video I watched from Hurricane Katrina back in 2005 was, you know, in New Orleans, when the levees broke, everything was, you know, under like four or five, six feet of water, right? So people had to break into the grocery stores to get food because, you know, George Bush fucked up the uh, response to Hurricane Katrina, the federal response. And so they ended up, what had happened, they broke into the grocery stores in these two, this magazine, ran an ad and they took a picture of a white guy walking out of the store with food and talked about uh, this man found food. That was the caption to it. He took another picture of a black guy walking out, same instant, same grocery store with food. And they said, looting and rioting are on the rise in New Orleans. Something along those lines. Uh-huh. describing the black guy as looting, but the other guy And, and as, just realizing that, you know, as soon as you think of New Orleans, you think of violence, yeah. gang, gang violence. Yeah. It's always stereotype, just the hood yeah. type shit. Exactly. 
And so, but what's crazy is looting has not always had a negative connotation or a negative viewpoint in our nation's history. I mean, the very first major act in our country that deals with what is remembered to be patriotic act is the Boston Tea Party, which, let's pause. Zach, is tea a physical item? It is what you put to make in your... You set it, and you put it in your water, and you boil Hot it. Hot water. Hot water, mind you. Until <laughs> it's boiling. And yeah, until it's boiling. Like hot grease almost. <laughs> <laughs> like you're almost about to throw hot grease on somebody. <laughs> Thank you, Medea. Go ahead. <laughs> but it is a physical object. It is what people use to make drinks and herbal. Yes, so you can own it, right? As well. Yes. You can own it. You buy it. You can own like Purchase a box. It. And I can own a, you know what, a wrestling action figure like I used to back in the days. Like a little Shawn Michaels one? No, I had, or... the, uh, I had the Rock. Or the... I, I have been obsessed with these Facebook videos. Shout out Facebook, because I know Mark here listening. Of but course, uh, always 24-7. Always, because he doesn't sleep because he's not a human. He's a lizard person. You know yeah. that, don't you? But he's all he only he's only out in the day just to get like his uh you know he's, he's like, got to get a little vitamin D yeah you go. just to, because his body is solar powered so he has to be out in the sun a little while to get recharged yeah it's, it's like the it's like a crocodile lays out on the in the sun you know <laughs> like it's, you know they're just sunning themselves they're soaking in that yeah. right but he still does never he never gets any less pale no 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 he actually he, gets he, more he pale the, yeah he actually just meets the bare bones minimum the status quo bare bare status quo <laughs> the status quo so speaking of status quo. I'm sorry, that was a good rant. All that to say, tea, if you can own it, that makes it property, right? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that we had this clear that tea is property before we go forward, okay? So if it's destroyed, then it would count as a loss or destruction, right? Yes. Okay, thank you. I because, just wanted to... Uh, because you pay taxes on it, right? right. Well, because it's just taxes a physical... Taxes to import it, right? Well, true, but mainly just because you can literally own something, so if it's destroyed, that it's is like buying a loss. groceries. Yeah. If I walk out of the store with you a know, bag of, a, if if you go in there and you and you're like, I want to purchase a fucking tea bag. You know what? You so can you want a tea bag? Just just one, only one. One single tea Sing, bag. Yep. One yeah. bag of tea. Yep. Exactly. So if I want to purchase that, <laughs> and you know what? That's a grocery. It's the same way you would pick up fucking milk or eggs, right? Right. And if you were walking out with said eggs and one tea bag, just one, just one, a single <laughs> tea bag. Is it older? Is it is it like an older tea bag? It's been the it's been like fine finely aged. You know? Oh, it's like 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 your uh, like a fine wine. There you go. So if it's been sitting there and it's old, probably saggy a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and you drop said bag and it destroys and falls and you know just splats everywhere. That would be a loss to you, right? Yes, and because okay. you cannot use okay. said tea bag. Okay, I just wanted to clear clarify that. Before we go forward, because that would count as a loss if something is destroyed or like thrown into a fucking harbor. Okay, anyway. So, the Boston Tea Party, it's remembered as a patriotic act. Do you, what do you remember from the defiance? Yeah, what do you remember from your high school class, history class that you actually somewhat paid attention to? So, were you there that day? Probably. Mentally, no. Physically, yes. But go ahead. So I you, I remembered it as them just saying it was a act of like tyranny or an act of fucking act against it yeah act yeah. against it pretty much and it's like sticking it to the man yeah exactly and then that that's pretty much the way it was teached like there's no it was a proud thing yeah, right yeah, yeah they're like you, they did it in in rebellion Mark you know what yeah you go sons of liberty right yeah yeah with a big old American flag and a jacked up truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they rode out there with the little nut set with a tea bag yeah. hanging from the back of their truck. It's it's all metal, mind you, and all. it clanks. Because <laughs> each rev makes it grow a centimeter. But yes, anyway, <laughs> it actually shrinks a centimeter. It comes in birds. Growing for freedom, swinging for freedom. Anyway, um, so the sun. It's almost like the Sons of Liberty. They decided that the Tea Act was just too much. They could not handle. It was no taxation without representation, right? So these sons of liberty dressed up as Native Americans. So they were one tiny feather. There you go. Just one. And they had the little, uh, they had the uh, deerskin outfit on. Mm-hmm. And they, the feather was as long as they wished their dick really was. 
because, you know, that's why they're driving the lifted trucks. But anyway, if you drive a lifted truck, make sure to send us a message. DM Zach. Yes, specifically. Specifically him, because because you drive that lifted truck, you also probably have puffy nipples. There so. you go. <laughs> it's all it's a bad combo. Yep. Is to compensate for your puffy nipples. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it's not puffy. It's it's sensitive. Make sure to reach out to Zach. They're very sensitive, and yes. they're they're very yeah, very sensitive to touch. But anyway, uh, the Sons Liberty snuck onto the ship, a British-owned ship, three British-owned ships that were bringing the tea into the country, and they threw forty-five tons of tea. Which is a mil- like equals a million dollars of today. Right. A million dollars worth of damage happened to these tea bags. Tea bag, that harbor. So you like that, Amy? You make <laughs> it takes me back to middle school. <laughs> Did y'all ever do that back in middle school? Oh, We'd be I sitting did, in I PE. I didn't understand it. We would be sitting in T in PE. Coach Slayton would be asleep at his desk. <laughs> you know, I was about to say, that, that it could have been prevented, but you know what? Coach Slayton had to sleep. Oh, yeah. Coach Slayton, he needed his mid-morning nap. So he was asleep <laughs> at his desk, face down, you know, like, drooling. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. He, <laughs> he gave out. no fucks because he was tenured. God <laughs> bless it. He was tenured, and he was asleep, drool, just pooling up on that desk, that tiny little desk. Yeah, it was a <laughs> tiny desk. It was like an elementary desk. <laughs> and it had a man twice, the, quadruple the size of that. <laughs> but he was there. Every and day. he'd be asleep. <laughs> he never fucking missed a day never. of school. No, the only day never. he would miss is just to, is 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 to catch a fish. To go catch you a big fish. <laughs> Y'all have fun this weekend. Don't get thrown in the slammer and go catch you a big fish because I won't come bail you out. <laughs> All right, Coach Slayton. Anyway, if you're listening, Coach Slayton, please email us. Congratulations on making it through retirement, man. <laughs> I mean, you've been retired a little while now, so That's you've beaten the statistics. And you're still famous for your picture of just looking depressed at an Auburn game. He said, I wanted it to be a game. He wanted a game. It didn't go the way I wanted, but you know what? I'm going to go fishing. I was still there. <laughs> I was there. But anyway, so, yeah, we used to run up in PE. And, you know, all the people that be sitting down actually doing what you're supposed to, and you come in at T-Bag, and they'll like rub our nuts across the guy's back of his face or the back of his head that, did y'all ever do that i hope, i don't think we were that intimate we were we were you know millennials so us snowflakes you know we're close so but anyway so this tea was destroyed in boston harbor which would that's destruction of property right yeah huh so that would be by definition looting wouldn't you say looting oh. and rioting yes huh. Huh. destruction of property taking property oh crazy so, that's celebrated, though, in our history textbooks. It's viewed as a good thing. As an accomplishment. Yes, that is something to be proud of. We stuck it to the man, right? But that's looting. So, as Professor William H. Hall says, looting is as American as apple pie, which means when you think of America, America You look at it in all shapes and forms of it. Yeah. When you look at America, what do you think? Freedom. Freedom truck, yeah. <laughs> you know why uh, Liberty doesn't knock? I picture a trucker stash. <laughs> why did Liberty not knock when he knock on the door? Why? Because freedom rings. That's yeah. why. <laughs> I picture like a big old just a, just a trucker stash with a little goatee right there, and they're just sitting there and they're ready. They're ready. They and, got and diabetes because they're eight hundred pounds overweight. And you know but what? You know, and what? you know what? They have the world's Big, the world's smallest little rifle, too. <laughs> are we talking symbolically or are we talking physically? We're talking symbolically. He's just, you know what, he's, he's just there. He's got his tiny little rifle. He's, he's here like, to contribute in any way he can. You will not take my freedom, my God, or my guns, okay? And he's in one of those automated shopping carts, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the one that the battery dies out halfway through, so they got to scoot it up little by little. He has to do it with his feet, like his little stubby little foot, trying to... <laughs> Because you know he's about five foot three. <laughs> That's why he didn't get in the military. He would have fought. He That's would. why he goes and meets up in the weekend on the weekend in the middle of the woods with all of his uh, neo Nazi buddies, so that they can shoot. Because they were all mad that the evil liberals didn't let him in the military. That's Even what they though did. they had legitimate problem, probably yeah. problems. Yeah. yeah, and then they all circle jerk. So anyway, they try to find it at least. But um, so God, where were we even at? I don't even. What were we talking about? 
the after the tea party and like how oh yeah so it's as american as apple pie so when you think of america you think of freedom you think of baseball you think of apple pie a warm apple pie do you like a warm apple pie it's like a warm apple pie son indeed <laughs> that was summer at band camp um but anyway um it's like a warm apple pie son <laughs> that's how i knew i was old i introduced it in class and i go you know when you think of America, you think of like a warm apple pie, and nobody even laughed at that. So that's why I knew I was old. Yeah, it's old because they didn't catch the band. They didn't catch the uh, band camp reference. And I was like, oh. but anyway, you're like flatliner or American Pie, not you're, band camp. You're like you're like flatliner. I was just like, well, all righty. That's a good way to start this period. All right. Well, you're with me another hour and a half, and you got a quiz because you didn't laugh. So yes, <laughs> fuck you. Um, <clears throat> so. You know, looting is as American as apple pie because looting was the Boston Tea Party and that's what we celebrate, you know? So our, you could argue our nation was help, was founded on looting. So, but, you know, looting is celebrated in our textbooks, but in your opinion, why do you think, like, the looting that happened over the summer in the protest or the looting that happened in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina, why are those viewed as bad but the boston tea party viewed as good i would say just the fact that it's i guess it's all either like you said the elite people want to completely tear you know com completely just fuck everything up mm -hmm. and keep it all on different sets of races and or people whenever in all actuality it's all about how they control most of the fortunes yeah. Exactly. That's and, a, that's just a theory, quote unquote. Yeah, I like I like hearing other opinions. Yeah. We like hearing other opinions too. But like, what is the difference between literally the Boston Tea Party and the protest over the summer? Yeah, nothing. Nothing at all. The only difference of why they're viewed different. All the people that participated in the Boston Tea Party, what color are they? A different color than no. your average white person. No, no, no. In the Boston Tea Party, they're white people. They're white people. Yeah. They're white people that participated because they were the only people that were considered humans back then. Yeah, because you were like considered you owned, citizens, you know? Yeah, because you said you own property and... Right. But today, the protesters in... They're protesting about what? Racial inequalities. Yeah. And those that are shown looting are black people, right? Yeah, because that's the first thing you want to get people associate with for yes. some reason. It's, it's become racialized. Yeah. Whenever, the idea whenever of looting. Have it have the whole picture. You know, you can't cut out and crop out just what you want to see. And I'll tell you, this is how, how society has conditioned you to think looting, thug, violence like that with a black person or a person of color. Because when I just said thug and ruffian, what did you picture? And I want everybody listening to think about that. What person did you imagine in your mind? A rapper. Okay, there you go. Society has conditioned you to think that, correct? Because that's what you picture as a thug or ruffian, right? No, in a positive way, you know, like that, that like gangster rap, you know. Right, but what I'm saying is society hasn't been conditioned to believe that thug is a good thing, right? Okay. Society has been conditioned to view thug and looter and rioter with bad. Yeah, and when, always, and, yes, and when you picture it in your head, yeah. you picture a white person or a black person? A person of color, yes. Yes. That is society that has conditioned you to view that, even though it's not true. It's a stereotype. Yeah, stereotypes. It's a stereotype. We just did a social experiment right there, so good job. Um, and everybody that's listening, I want you to think about that. Think about that. And that's the big issue that we're facing in this country. Right there. That is called inequalities. Because think about what all that leads to. You Separation know? of wealth. Yeah. This huge gap in wealth, this huge gap in, in medical access to health care, this huge gap in, you know, voting rights, this huge gap in who had, or just who who power. Yeah, power. Power. Yeah. And all of that was started from a stereotype. So think about that. But anyway. And what's so crazy? is, you know, when it comes down to it, our whole nation, throughout our entire nation's history, we have had examples of white looting. 
when the pilgrims came to North America in 1620, what did they do to the natives? Did they sit around and sing Kumbaya? No. They wiped them out and took their land. Our, our nation, we are living wherever you are right now, used to belong to a Native American that we forcefully took from them. Isn't that looting? Stealing something taking of value? Something that, taking something that's not yours. Yeah. Taking resources and claiming it as your own. When, whenever it could be the destruction of property. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Destruction of property, killing. That's rioting. Isn't that what the pilgrims in every America in general did throughout our history? In order to gain an upper hand on something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So throughout our nation's history, Americans have, or Native Americans have been looted their resources, their land, and their bodies. That's looting. Well, you're teaching, you're just saying to hate America. No, I'm saying actually take a look at our history, acknowledge our history. Instead of what you just hear. Yeah, you're taught to say, oh, well, us expanding manifest destiny. We're great at the expense of who, though? You know, we committed a genocide against Native Americans. Yeah, and as an example, what it like in Africa, like you, you think the people wanted to be completely just taken from whatever from wherever they were and forced exactly. to, forced into labor. Exactly, we looted Africa of people, which then looted Africa of resources because they weren't able to cultivate because they had half their population gone. You know, you can't build infrastructure if you don't have people. You know. A good amount of people, I mean, you know, right. like a right. solid population. Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you explain all these big cities, like, uh, quote-unquote, New York is all mm -hmm. started, you know? Exactly. Which, that's another joint for another day. But, you know, that's just one example. What about the Tulsa Massacre of 1921? Did you ever learn about that growing up? No. The richest city of Africa, uh, concentration of African Americans was in Greenwood, uh, Oklahoma, 1921. It was known as Black Wall Street. Nobody ever talks about this, but there was a black man that was accused of sexually assaulting someone, aka he had a relationship with a black or with a white woman, and it was called rape for sexual assault back then. So a riot breaks out in Tulsa, which Greenwood was a suburb of Tulsa. The white population of close to twelve thousand people invaded and destroyed Greenwood to where it doesn't even exist today. They just, they burned down the entire city. They burned thousands of businesses and homes, killing between three and 800 African-Americans. Isn't that a looting and a mob? Because they took all of their property. Burned, at, but also burned down things of interest, like, or like the county courthouses yeah, and shit like that. they burned that. down the, an entire... public a property. Literal entire city. Like, think about your local city. You know, not a big city, but like a, you know, a suburb. Like, our version of, like, the suburbs of Birmingham. Imagine burning all that to the ground. But taking all the resources. So, like, clothing, furniture. Gold. Yeah, any kind of wealth, money. All that was taken by the white mob of Tulsa. That's not even mentioned in a history book, I'll guarantee you. And not many... Did you know about that? Not many people knew. No. But that's looting and rioting. And that's just one instance that happened. Uh, we could talk about Wilmington, the Wilmington riot, or the Wilmington massacre. We could talk about the massacre in Chicago that took place in, what was it, 1914, dealing with a black swimmer that landed on a, what was called a white beach. We could talk about the Forsyth County uh, exodus of 1912 in Georgia, you know, just next door to Georgia. The county, uh, the, the white citizens of Forsyth County forced every single black person to leave the county. And they said, if you don't leave, we'll kill you. Destroyed all their property and then took their property. Is that not looting? Is that not rioting? But nobody talks about that. And that's what I'm talking about. One view in our nation's history of looting is celebrated, patriotic, right? Manifest destiny. In your history book. Yeah, Boston Tea Party. But then when it comes to looting as being bad, 
It's in dealing with people of color. So that's just showing you that looting, the view of looting, has become racialized in this country. But anyway, um, <clears throat> the last thing we were going to talk about was kind of going into what I think is interesting is, you know, looking at rioting as dealing with, like, who starts it over the summer? What does the news portray it as, you know? Regarding what? Just... The, like, the protests and the riots over the summer. Who, who started those riots over the summer? Your president would say terrorist organizations. Yeah, terrorist organizations. Uh, you know, the citizens are burning their own town down, right? Yeah. They're burning their own city, which, hey, please show me a city that was burned to the ground. Can you name one city? What about people like, oh, well, what about New York and all that shit? How it's Did got... New York burn to the ground? Did New York City burn to the ground? Because I must have missed it. Did Minneapolis burn to the ground? A lot of it was. What about the little no. section? What about the section in uh, Seattle where they had a completely... Did deep... Seattle burn to the ground? That area did. What area? That the... Uh... uh think that the city like you know how they had the where they weren't it was allowed in to portland have, i thought it was in seattle too they had little a tiny it was about four blocks but did the city burn to the ground as they're describing it no uh, how are the seahawks playing at home today if seattle burned to the ground you know yeah that would be worldwide news because that would be billions and billions and billions of dollars of damage no they escalate it when really it was about Four or five buildings were burned down. All of them, did you notice, was one home, like like a person's dwelling, their home. Was that was one home burned to the ground? No. They were businesses, major retail businesses. Like your Best Buys, your... Yeah. That exploit the community around them. So those are the things that need to be clarified. I wasn't picking on you. It was just a show yeah. clarifying. Because that's how the news portrays it, though, doesn't it? Yeah, they, it's like it's you're burning down people's homes and taking their their things whenever you're just... Right. No, that's what the white people did throughout our nation's history. <laughs> when you think about it. So, you know, that's just the tool that has been used to oppress people. This view of rioting and looting. And am I sitting here saying, you know, that I'm saying to go burn the cities, burn towns and all that. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, like we mentioned earlier, you don't wake up wanting to riot, you know? What are you being pushed? What has pushed you to that, you know? Something had to. Yeah, when you're sitting at work and you're just pissed off at someone, do you wake up that morning going, I'm going to be pissed off at this person? You had There had to be a reason. Yeah. Do you think Donnie Slayton went to Pete went to work that day going, I'm going to fall asleep during second period yes, PE? Well, yes, yes, he did. He anyway. had it scheduled. But he wasn't planning on falling asleep in fifth period, too. It just happened. You know, it was <laughs> just, That was just a magical moment. <laughs> he just so the goes, stars aligned. Oh, they had Crispino day at lunch. <laughs> I just, I took a bite and I'll... <laughs> I just couldn't finish my plate. I was just... Did I ever tell you when we knocked him out of his chair that time? He did. Oh, oh my God. We, we were playing four square nuke him. And you and, just woke him up at that sound of the bell, and you know what? No, the bell didn't wake him up. And he was still out, because we need to go change. I had to go change and put my axe spray on, you know, because we used axe back then. Wow. We were cool. That's, that's, that's old, Tommy. <laughs> we, we were, like, waiting on him to wake up, waiting on him to wake up. He never woke up. So we had the dodgeball, and we, we pegged his ass. We pegged him right we meant to hit him like in his gut or like just that, around that, him. That's a gut of steel too. <laughs> I know. It was like that uh, SpongeBob episode. But old iron. What is iron it? lung. Oh, no, it was iron belly or something like that. Old iron belly or something from SpongeBob. But we pegged him right square in the face. Knocked his little glasses off. <laughs> they were did. just sitting on the tip of his nose too. He did. And he fell out of his chair. He fell and he thudded. He thudded right on the ground. It sounded like a earthquake of like a magnitude of nine. Everything got silent. Scale, yes. Everything got silent, dead silent. And we were looking around and we were like, oh shit, who did it? And he's like, you know, like Mitch McConnell's a turtle. He was like a turtle on his back. 
Because he was like clawing at the air trying to get up. Nobody helped him up. Nobody helped him up. We just kind of all silently kind of walked to the <laughs> locker room to get changed. I was like, I was like, I'm not going to be late to class. Came back, left to go to class, you know, walked back out of the gym. He was just now getting on his knee. <laughs> he was pulling himself up. I was like, oh. You're like, oh. Right, should I help him? He just sat back down and waited. I was like, oh, shit. The next day, we were explained it to him. We said, "Yeah, you fell out of your chair. We thought we didn't know what you were doing." He's like, he said, "Y'all, y'all didn't help yo-yos. me. <laughs> you bunch of yo-yos." He's like, "Why didn't y'all help me?" I was like, "I just, I didn't want to be late, man." I said, "I could be late," but anyway, all that to say, wrapping up, we just, when it comes to looting and things like that, you don't need to think of just one particular set of people you need to look at the bigger picture yeah look at the bigger picture in the words of little baby look at the bigger picture and think about why people are so angry that they feel they have no other choice but to burn something down to get people's attention that's the first thing and the second thing are you really why are you so angry at a building being burned down that can be rebuilt, but you're not angry about a human life being taken. That's what I want you to think about. If that's the case, that you're more worried about a building being burned down than a person's life being taken, rethink your priorities. What do you think, Zach? I think that's just the right way to end it on that. You just, yeah, like you said, you if it's just laid on your heart to say that it just laid on my heart and I just need, need to say it, you know, rethink your priorities, start living out the ideals that you claim to so much. Practice at church. what you preach, practice yeah. what you preach. Think about that. What would Jesus do? What would he do? If you saw, would, would he be more angry about the building being torn down or would he be more worried about the life that was taken? Unnecessarily. Unnecessarily. So on that note, make sure to let us know how we're doing. Make sure to leave us a like and subscribe. Leave us some comments. Tell us if you have puffy nipples or not. You know, Zach wants to know. And if something's just laid on your heart, you just let us know. Because we want to know. We hope you enjoyed this first episode of our controversial convos. And what were you going to say, Zach? Oh, you look like you were ready to say something. No, I was feeling a little sassy. All right. Well, take us out then. Levitating perspectives each episode at the time. Y'all have a great week.